Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details deborah's home was stolen no i don't mean thieves stole stuff I mean scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls title theft one of the fastest growing white-collar crimes. And this story is why you need home title lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned our home. Wait, it gets worse. Deborah goes on to say, I was evicted from my own home and 85 grand in equity, gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily. This is why you need Home Title Lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if your home's title has been tampered with. You need to protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. Go to HomeTitleLock.com now for 60 risk-free days of protection. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com little bit of a political question, but obviously a big part of this show is the MAGA hat. For the first show, yeah. Right. Um, there are people that wear the MAGA hat and like what the MAGA hat represents. Are yeah. you afraid about alienating them? They could be fans of the show. Alienate yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> go. Go and alienate. You have my blessing. No, I could give a fuck. (laughs) 
I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. The Final Word. hope you enjoyed the Larry David audio. audio. Same thing that we all feel, which is, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, really don't. <laughs> About the Trump supporter. Don't give a fuck. Yes. We want to remind you, oh my goodness, this Sunday, you can come see us live in the Los Angeles area at Flappers. You can go to flapperscomedy.com. That's February 16th. Shows at 4.30 to see Idiot of the Week live. Yeah, it's a decent time for decent folk. Yes, it is. We're going to talk about the stupid live and be able to see pictures and video. It's going to be amazing. Yes, 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 yes. We also want to remind you to go to the Sexy Liberal Blue Nami Tour. We're going to be at the Sexy Liberal Seattle location February 29th. You can go to sexyliberal.com, pick up your tickets. Do that now. And also remind you about our Cameo. If you go to Cameo um, in our page, we can make videos for you out of any sort. Oh my goodness. We can wish you a happy birthday. You know, we or can tell a your kids to go to school. That's right. We can or we can quit your job. Yes. Whatever you want. Whatever That's... you want. It's a lot of fun. And then also we we'll let you know about our Patreon page. If you go to Patreon, and we're just so grateful for all of our Patreon friends. You guys um help make us help it make it possible for us to continue to do this kind of work. And And for it, you get to get all kinds of you get like twelve micro idiots which are hysterical. Let me tell you something. The I laughed so hard this week. Yeah, we had a really we had one where I think we laughed the entire the entire time. time. I it couldn't. Was that it was that ridiculous. It oh my goodness! Really good. So, so if you need a good laugh, go do that. Go, go do to Microradian. Also, we remind you that you can go check out any of the week, um, which comes out the day after this uh, podcast is we have it has its own social media now at Idiot Week on Twitter, Idiot of the Week at uh, Instagram and Facebook has a page. Please like it, and you can send your idiots to Idiot of the Week 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 at, at Gmail dot com. Um, and also we remind you to follow us at Frangela Duo and all those places also. Yeah, so you can go to Frangela.com for all your Frangela needs, okay? Swag. Swag. Everything. Everything. So let's begin. So here we are at the New Hampshire primary. Uh, Woo, girl, my, my my feet are tired already. It's only halfway through the day. We're recording <laughs> the day of the primary. And can I tell you, I feel like they've spoken to every white person in New Hampshire already. I mean, <laughs> are there more white people in New Hampshire? I, because I think uh, that MSNBC and CNN have talked to every last Lucy, one of them. The Daily, every single one of y'all. Look. <laughs> Look, I really need you to first of all report on some news, yeah, some other news, and second of all, I get it either. But I also feel like okay, then let's make a channel called the Election Channel mm-hmm. because I would like to know what's going on with the coronavirus. I would like to know what's going on in Australia. I'd like to know what's going on with Brexit. I'd like to know what's going on in this country. Yeah. Um. But also, you know, because of this, we're not report. They're not doing enough reporting on Trump well, lying about ex- the budget. I was just about to say. Meanwhile, while we are all focused on getting Trump out of this office and trying to pick the best candidate who can hopefully lead this country out of the quagmire that has been created by the Republicans. He is steadily devolving this country down the swirly. Yeah. Trump said 
This is a quote he told uh, a group of governors gathered for a White House event on Monday of this week. We're not touching Medicare. We are not touching Social Security. We will not be touching your your Social Security or Medicare in fiscal 2021 budget, he wrote. Only the Democrats will destroy them by destroying our country's greatest economy ever. But his budget... Yes. His $4.8 trillion budget proposal for the fiscal year 2021 was also unveiled on Monday. Yes. And it does have cuts yes. to all of the, these programs. It would cut uh, spending for the EPA by 26%. Well, there's not going to be an environment. So it's just sort of a waste of money at this point. Health and human ser- You When you think about these words, health and human services. Cut it. 9% Department of Education, 8%. That's your, that is, I'm going to tell you something. Don't even think about about your child. Think about, about, about your doctor having less education. Think about your judges having less education. You know what I mean? Yes. People that you depend on real services. <laughs> it's, it's their people. The budget, it has steep cuts to other safety net programs like food assistance for families. Yes. Um, and you know, foreign aid and student loan assistance program, student loan assistance, like, uh, but meanwhile, the Pentagon's budget would maintain current levels. Okay. And, but it also is calling for a 20% increase mm -hmm. for modernization. All right. So the, the modernization thing, of what baby jails? <laughs> like, I mean, do we need Girl, a, like, I'm serious. Like I modernization know. of what, how to harass us and intimidate people more. I like the uh, representative John Yermuth. He's from Kentucky. He's chairman of the house budget committee. And he said in a statement, what the president has put forth is a destructive and irrational budget that intentionally goes after working families and vulnerable Americans. And he said, if you think that de the deficit is bad now, um, oh, this is this is what uh, a Republican said. This uh -huh. they they're trying to do that whole. It's the Democrats who screw up the budget, but it's not ever. Yeah, but this this <laughs> so. president's adding a trillion a year mm -hmm. to our deficit. Come on. He's doing this. It is Republicans. And we're going to talk to you about the Republicans later on in this podcast. But, you know, hold that thought because yeah. it is them. And, you know. And they are sl they're sliding everything right past us. We're seeing it. We're catching it. But we're so concerned, and as we should be, as to who we're going to put forth as our candidate for the next president of the United States. Yeah. Because we need somebody who can hopefully, like I said, get us out of this mess. And people like other people have said it as we sit here and marvel in disgust at this corrupt administration they're still appointing judges they're still yep. they're still you know um cutting cutting programs they still got baby jails they're still trying to build this border wall that, by the way f part of it fell down um last week or something <laughs> but um today i would highly encourage you to go to our twitter feed for frangela duo so you can see francis reacting uh -oh, losing my mind losing her mind to audio that is now widely viral and circulating of Bloomberg defending stop and frisk not just defending stop and I wish it was just defending stop and frisk but literally <laughs> oh. saying that black people are the only people who commit murders yeah and crimes and crimes <laughs> and that and, and, that, that, and, and that white people are stopped too often he says white people are stopped too often and black people aren't stopped enough yeah which is um odd because it seems like um if you know the stats on this situation uh and he's and this is the thing this is uh the audio they're playing is from 2015 and he's only recently apologized but up until last year yeah was defending still defending this yeah. policy even though it widely widely showed that uh what a problem it was um i'm gonna tell you something Four years is not enough for me to for me to say you've had a come to Jesus moment. No, you've had time before all that. But this is the thing, you know, in 2019, he said, 
um, he was wrong. And he's been saying, they've been tweeting today that they were wrong. And you can't go back in time and say it was wrong. But last year, before he announced his bid, yeah, last year, Bloomberg defended the policy by arguing it, quote, targeted kids who walk around looking like they might have a gun. And that it works because, quote, the result of that was over the years, the murder rate in New York City went from 650 a year to 300 a year when I left. So last year. Yeah. He was still defending it. Yep. Don't get it twisted. He's for it now. Yeah. And, and that's anything. As, that as is people. Trump. It kills me how people say so. According to the New York Civil Liberties Union, more than 5 million stop and frisk stops were made during Bloomberg's 12 years in office, with nearly 686,000 of those stops in 2011 alone. And that was the high point of his tenure. In 2012, he was defending the shit out of it. But of those 5 million stops, 4.4 million did not result in an arrest or summons. Blacks and Latinos accounted for more than 50% of the stops in 70 out of 76 New York precincts. In 32 of those precincts, they accounted for more than 90%. That is just harassment. And and I'm so sick of, you know, if you listen to the audio, he says... By the cops. By the cops. If he, he says these things, these horrible things, and, like, here's a quote from it. The, this is a quote. He says, uh, "This that is where the real crime is. You've got to get the guns out of the hands of the people that are getting killed. Which is, uh, mm. uh, it's a very weird, weird coded way to right. say why there's so many black people getting killed because black people have, have guns. guns. Uh, which, but without talking about gun control. But in any case, um, he said, uh, qu- continued, you want to spend the money on a lot of cops in the streets. Puts the cops where the crime is, which means in minority neighborhoods. That's a quote. Yeah. Um, he went on to say, so in these audios, so one of the unintended consequences is people say, oh, my God, you're arresting kids for marijuana. They are all minorities. Yes, that's true. Why? Because we put all the cops in the minority neighborhoods. Yes, that is true. Why did we do it? Because that's where all the crime is. He goes on to say, and the way you get the guns out of the kids' hands is to throw them up against the walls and frisk them. This, yep. So that's fuck Bloomberg. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can't. There's, I know. Oh, I got him we'll, to my we'll Tulsi list. Money. I got to add him to my Tulsi list of like the fuck no. Yeah. But he was defending this policy last year. And can I just say logically, if you only watch black people, those will be the only oh, people who commit crimes. That's right. If your eyes, <laughs> let me tell works. you something. Let me tell you something. If you train your eyes only to see the color pink, that is the only color. You will see. That exists for you. That exists for and, you. And it's really like, I I can't tell you how, when somebody says something like that to me, it's, I was like, do you listen, are you listening to yourself? Because all you're saying is my racism results in racism. Right. And, and yeah, dude, if you only, if you only watch black people, that's where all the crimes will be. Well, that's my, my favorite statement. It, this never happens here. Oh, does it? Because that's Cause the I only hear that place. Every time, that every it, time happens. it happens, that's where it happens. This is a nice place. But things like this don't happen here, really. Yeah, it seems like they do. But um, it's it's just, I mean, fuck him. Yeah. Um, I you know I didn't realize that he was still defending it up until last year. Uh, and yeah, this it, it's it's a horrible, yeah. horribly um. Uh, assault against it was against people's civil rights and in the amount of misery it caused i don't even know if we and, and know. you know what and the the ask this is the thing that that kills me the ask i am sick and tired of black people brown people being asked every time to basically just eat shit yeah and smile and smile while you're doing it yeah we don't have to this is why and that's why trump's coming for us that's my thing is like i just i I can't on the tulsi and i can't on the bloomberg um and um let's just make sure those people aren't 
our candidate. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Uh, there there does have to be a limit. Uh, <laughs> there does have to be some kind of a limit. But I think in general, uh-huh. the buying into we've talked about this. Um, uh, some other places. I don't know if we've talked about it much here, but the use of the term identity politics is highly problematic and offensive to yeah. us both. Yeah. Um, that the idea that who I am as a uh, African American woman, as a black woman, is something I can set aside or should, or that um, being a white cis straight male doesn't inf- in no way affects how those people look at politics of the world, that they somehow are the neutral and they're not forcing other people to exactly. deal with their issues when every issue is for and about them. Um, that the idea that mine are just, they're just like details. Yeah. Like it's like, Hey, yeah. so you don't like peanut butter. Yeah, what? But- you're still not going to vote for a Democrat. I'm like, no, I really, my, I get to count. And, you know what, and, what makes <laughs> and me you want the neutral. The thing that makes me the angriest in this moment is you have Joe Biden skipping New Hampshire mm-hmm. primary, right? So that he can get to black people. But then what do people do for black folks? Nothing. Well, I do wish that people, and I don't know if people watched the debate or not, but I have been, um, very pleased with a lot of what Elizabeth Warren has done um, in her campaign. And, uh, but I really appreciate that she's the only one of these people who talks about race and racism outside of criminal justice yeah. and, and who called, she called that out in the debate. She was like, look, we can't just talk about racism and systemic racism in this country. Uh, w- only when we're talking about criminal justice, because that's racist and messed up. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I- I do. Here's the thing. In my household, no one has ever been to jail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have we have other ish pressing American issues other than criminal justice it's reform. And I thing. want it. And I want it for people. I'm not sitting here saying no, but, I don't want but it. But the refusal to look at how racism plays in sexism and all that plays out all over. So she said in the debate last week, Elizabeth Warren, this is a quote, but we cannot say that criminal justice is the only time we want to talk about race specifically. She was called for race conscious laws on issues like housing, where government policy has long, including this president, has long discriminated against African-Americans and other people of color. She said, quote, you can't just repeal that and say, OK, now everything is even. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think that that is that it's absolutely appropriate to have these conversations. Now, do I think we could have these conversations a little bit more maturely? Uh, <laughs> you know, well, you know what? and a little less um, insulty. Yeah. Well, you know, and and what I need for what I need is people like Mike Bloomberg to come out and just be like, you know what? I was wrong. I'm well, really he's wrong. Now. I'm really wrong. And it's really wrong. let me show you why I'm wrong. And well, I'm gonna keep on telling sh- you why this is wrong. My problem is that seems to be a deathbed i'm sorry to me he as of last year was still supporting it but on twitter just a moment a while ago his campaign put out um or he made this statement i've apologized for taking too long to understand the impact of stop and frisk on black and latino communities i don't think you didn't understand the effect you wanted them in jail because they were the criminals but anyway he went on i inherited stop and frisk Eh, not really in an effort to stop gun violence it was overused. I cut it back by 90%. I should have cut it back sooner. You were defending it last year. Yep. Tell the truth. Yep. 
Okay, also, so when we sat down to do this podcast, one of the items we wanted to talk about, uh, we pulled was federal prosecutors recommended that Trump associate Roger Stone serve up to nine years in prison for obstruction of justice, lying to Congress, and witness tampering, right? Yep. But in the time that we sat down and turned on our microphones, this is the headline. The Justice Department will backtrack on request to give the longtime Trump ally Roger Stone nine years in prison prison trump has blasted the request as horrible i mean and then now we're looking at two prosecutors quitting over the stone case as the that's the doj backpedals right somebody somewhere gotta do something well or do they again it's up to us we're the we're the only ones who are capable let them know Call your two zero two 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 four three one two one. Let them know, you know, um, how you feel about it. But it's absolutely insane. You mean to tell me? We were just talking about this. Trump is going to have the opportunity to pardon somebody without pardoning just by simply he is a king. You make they made a king. Yeah. Simply by saying that's right. Simply by saying no, you can't put my friend in jail. We're not going to put your friend in jail. Yeah. Well, and then you know you look at the uh, the releasing of tax documents and financial information on the Bidens, but not Trump, even though it's been court ordered. It's yeah. This the the entire government has become an arm of his campaign and his reelection campaign. Or, or first election, if you, in my view, campaign. But it's really problematic. Oh, <laughs> but, but you know what is not a problem for me anymore, Angela? I bet I can guess. Under eye bags and oh. closed feet. You know why? Why, girl? Girl, because I love and I use Plexiderm. That's right. And when you picture your face in the mirror, do you see all these wrinkles around your eyes? How about crow's feet? Mm. How about large under eye bags? That's, I have that problem. Mm. Now, imagine they're gone. And we're not talking about a risky, expensive surgery, but we're talking about gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in minutes. It's the edge you've been looking for. Believe it. Believe us. All of us are using it. Every yes. sexy liberal is I, using yeah, it. We and really we look are. 10 years younger. We're blown away by the results. Yeah. Go to triplexiderm.com and use our code VOICES for 50% off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm plus an additional $10 off. That's right. 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning code VOICES. That's right. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today and use the code VOICES at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com, code VOICES. Do Do it. it Today. (laughs) Yes. Um, moving on. Yes. Okay. Uh, just real quick. The Justice Department is reviewing information that Rudy Giuliani gathered from Ukrainian sources claiming to have damaging information about the Bidens. I, you know what? For me, is that how we do now? Does any old person goes and sends in some investigation materials? That's right. Because these people had a really, they really, correct me if I'm wrong, weren't they pissy about the Steele dossier? Yes, and they were. And that's at least what that man did as a living. Exactly. I mean, I'm just exactly. Oh, put a point on it. Put I'm a finer like, fucking point on it. Absolutely. Fuck oh, y'all. so 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 Rudy gets to go dig up dirt about Joe. And it Biden. doesn't matter if it's real, legit, or where he gets. That's it. right. That's right, but we're but and, and that then goes, it gets taken and seriously. It gets, it gets taken, taken to the, to the Department, Department of Justice. Reviewed. Hello. It's the, that's not a Department of Justice. Barr needs to be impeached. Straight I, up. Period. Oh, I, I got. Uh, I, I can go worse for Barr. 
Yeah, well, he should be in jail at the end of this. Yeah. Um, so also, uh, also, New York State sued uh, the Trump administration for its policy to exclude New Yorkers from enrolling in federal trusted traveler programs. You know, like um, what's it called? Um, what are they called again? There's clear and right. The, and what's oh, the other right. one? Pre-check. Oh, pre-check. Yeah. So basically, if you can follow this, the, what this really is is a retaliation for New York having sanctuary city policies um, and refusing to be cooperative in the jailing of mm-hmm. legitimate asylum seekers and babies and families being ripped apart and put into concentration camps. And their reasoning here, it makes no sense at all, that uh, because the state of New York has a green light law, which took effect in December, and it allows immigrants in the country who are undocumented to apply for driver's licenses. More than a dozen other states do the same, but New York's law goes a step further, apparently, and it prohibits officials with the state DMV from sharing that information with immigration authorities unless a judge orders them to. Right. So Ken Cuccinelli, that asshole, um, acting deputy secretary of the DHS, because everybody's asshole. He's such an asshole. Um, He told a person on a conference call that the state law was dangerous, really thoughtless in terms of unattended consequences and he went on to say this is a quote president trump certainly made it clear that if sanctuary city politicians and sanctuary state as well won't keep their people safe we'll do the best we can to keep them safe so understand though try to uh, riddle me this francis Mm. if you can what they're saying is that pre-check yeah and clear that these trusted traveler programs that if you give because new york gives driver's license to people who may or may not be you know documented that they could use that driver's license and we wouldn't know anything about them. And then they would apply for these programs and maybe get through them somehow. Yeah. And then that would make us all unsafe. unsafe. Understand that those programs, what you do, because we've both done it. Yes. What you do is you agree to put yourself through a further level a of federal check. Right. You have to have an interview. That's right. You have to um, go in, in person. In person have and have an interview. There. You have to, you know, whatever. The form isn't that complicated. It's just your information. Mm-hmm. Right. But you have to go in for an interview. A clear check. They're doing. I, I'm getting a retina scan. Yeah. You know, and, and to act as if the driver's license prohibits that is insane and makes zero sense. Well, you know what? This is what you have to hear in this. If they the the what they they're going to do what they can where they can. Yeah, it's all retaliatory. It's all retaliatory. And so that means that this administration, this Republican administration, would like to incredibly harm people in an entire state. That's right. In the in our country. They mm-hmm. would they would they would like to hurt the industry. Mm-hmm. Because you know how big the industry, the yeah. air industry is in New York. Right? That's it's right. A, it's a major international hub. But they don't care about that. What they care about is the retaliation. And it's and we know this in, in part because the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, um, who signed the their uh, their green light law into effect, he described the Trump's administration move as, quote, political retaliation. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, they, you know, now they're saying that they're going to sue over it. Um, he noted that the Trump administration, contrary to usual procedure, which, you know, is not something they really excel at, um, did not direct concerns to state officials privately before going public with the suspension. Mm-hmm. It's a campaign tool. Absolutely. It is them. It is, again, the government being used for Donald Trump's campaign. It's, look, we're 
going to get at those elitist New Yorkers yeah, look for you. Look at me. Look, look um, at me. It's absolutely wrong. Um, oh. And I love the state attorney, Letitia James. I love, I love her. her. I just, I'm a fan. But she pointed out that more than a dozen other states in District of Columbia share the similar laws. As for New York itself, the top prosecutor vowed that the state, quote, will not back down. She said New Yorkers will not be targeted or bullied by an authoritarian thug. Ooh. And I can hear her. And we also want to remind you that, uh, make you aware that billionaire conservative casino owner, Sheldon Adelson. And let me tell you something. You should look up the casinos that he owns because if you go into a casino and spending money. You're giving him money. You're giving money to Trump and the GOP. And I believe that that is how we have to start thinking about our money. Exactly. Well, okay. We were talking about this, about trying to get our money into um some sort of ethical banking situation. That's right. Um, but he's planning, Sheldon Adelson is planning to donate at least, at least $100 million to Trump's re-election campaign and Republican congressional election efforts in 2020. That's something that Bloomberg could do. He could take money because he's got $60 billion or something. Yeah, right. Or more than that, probably. I don't know. Yeah. And he could, like, you know, help yeah. uh, the other candidates who maybe aren't as, you know, racist. Yeah. But here's the thing. This guy is going to give this money. So that's if you go to his casinos, you're paying for your oppression. That's how you have to think about it. Just know it. All right. And then lastly, we want to talk to you about this Kansas County uh, to jail people for medical bills, potentially. Uh, a recent poll found that 90% of uh, people surveyed agreed on the importance of making health care more affordable. This right. is a very obviously. Right. Um, but apparently what they've been, what's going on in Kansas right now, here's the example. Uh, Tress and Heather Briggs' son Lane was diagnosed with leukemia when he was five. At the same time, his mother, Heather, suffered seizures from Lyme disease. She said, so she said, you know, we had so many multiple health issues in our family at the same time. It put us in a bracket that made insurance unattainable. It, it would have made no sense. We would have had to not eaten, not had a home. So the the husband, he was working two jobs, but they fell behind in their medical bills. And then because he felt like they, what they have this policy there apparently in uh, Kansas where you have to come in every three months if you're not able to pay your medical bills, mm-hmm. or these bills, you have to come in every three months and prove that you're poor. And if you miss that, because say you're working because you're two jobs to try to pay right. your bills and feed your family, if you miss that, they can arrest you and that's what they've been doing. And then they arrest you and set your bet, be your bail at Five hundred dollars when well, you, don't you don't have, have which you don't have because of. If you had the five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. you would have been paying your medical bill. Thank you, and, and it, it's just disgusting. Yeah. Um, the uh, ACLU for this county, Nusrat Chodhari, the deputy director of the ACLU, said, "What's happening here is jailhouse a jailhouse shakedown for cash. That is the criminalization of private debt. Yeah, it's, it's, it's debtor's prison. It's debtor's prison, and it's." Really, really disgusting. And it's fundraising off of poor people. And I don't understand again and again why people vote against their goddamn interests. Well, there's been a study about there's been some studies about this, but I'm going to break it down for you. It's called racism. I know. It's called divide and conquer. It's called what you know. But I'm going to keep on saying it. Well, it doesn't make any sense. But we also wanted to to just say you would print out this. Yes, this. for our final word this week, here's some wise advice that's been circulating, um, that has been I think helpful to our spirits and minds, and we would like to share it with you. Right, because this is it's hard to get through this, and I think we all know that right now is especially difficult. But as much as I want to know who the candidate is and I want this, the primary season, like I'm desperate for that. Mm-hmm. What I know is that the second we know who that person is, it, this is going to get worse. Worse. 
a far lot worse. worse. So here's some adv- some wise advice uh, for all of us on the liberal side. Uh, don't use his name, and you know who we. That's talking right. About. You know the one Voldemort. It up. Yes. We're okay. not going to talk about. Don't use his name. It helps. It'll help your pressure. Yes. Remember that this is a regime, and he's not acting alone. That's right. There's thousands of people supporting him all throughout our government. That's right. <laughs> okay. And in and, and, and the police force, mm-hmm. and in teachers, and other people. So yeah, don't argue with those who support him. It doesn't work. That's right. I've said this repeatedly. Hey, heaven help you if you want to go try to convert these people. But seriously, that's right. That's nobody. You never talk anybody into anything, in my opinion. They got to find it on their own. Focus on his policies, not his orangeness and mental state. I I think the mental state is a little bit more viable, but I I understand what they're saying here is, look, we got to keep ourselves sane and keep on point. Mm -hmm. Try to keep positive, keeping your message positive, like we've talked about before. They, you know, they want us angry. They want us afraid. Yeah. But if we can remember that, that we have such an amazing opportunity here to elect some people who maybe we none of us thought could be elected before. Yeah. And remember, the angrier and more fearful we are, it makes them feel like they can come out with darker and darker policies. And that's the thing. I'm a fan of anger over fear, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan of it because I think that anger can be energizing. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not. But oh, my, yeah, I'm not telling anybody not to feel your feelings. Oh, no, no, no. I know that. But like, but I think that, that this is where I'm angry at ourselves. I need to see better turnouts. Mm-hmm. I want, I'm disgusted by the, sh- the low turnout, by the fact that it was equal to 2016. Fuck that. Everybody needs, I don't care. Vote in the primary because the message you're sending That's right. is that we are depressed and they don't have to worry about it. And that means that is why a millionaires and billionaires are donating hundreds of millions. Cause now they go, Oh wait, we the got devs this. are already depressed. Yeah. Let me get my money in there so I can get on the gravy train when the, when we reelect this asshole, yep. Kim Jong Trump. And so my thing is like, if we, you've got to blow out the primary so they go, oh, wait, these people are serious. That's right. And make them afraid. Make them angry. No more helpless, hopeless talk. There you go. Okay. This is where, and this is, I'm going to tell you something. This is where I get a little, like where the Klobuchar bothers me a little yeah. bit. Because I do wish she could, she could, I, I agree a with Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, yeah. Warren. I, why you run for president to tell people what we can't do. But I think, but I, you know, I look at all these people, we say this all the time. I don't believe that any one of these candidates except for Tulsi and Bloomberg, um, are, would hurt us. That's right. Support artists in the arts. You're doing that, You're doing right, that now. right now. Thank you. Try not to spread fake news. It's hard because a lot of times things look really legit. We've, yeah. we've done it. I'm not. It's, yeah, I do. I've done all, it. It's yes. so, it, yeah. you know, but try, try to do, do a check. See if enough. One of our things is we try to make sure that more than three semi or what we would consider reputable places have been willing to say whatever it is. Yeah. Take care of yourself. That's right. Take a ch- rest. Yes. Don't watch every night if you can. Yeah. Resist. That's right. That's um, what we're doing. That's right. And um, keep demonstrations peaceful. That's right. And talk about the Republicans in the Republican administration. Make it clear that because Trump couldn't do any of this shit without them, without that's Mitch right. McConnell. That's right. Couldn't do any of it. Keep paying attention. Keep up the pressure. Again, practice self-care, which is a little repetitive, but it's absolutely true. Take care of you and stay optimistic, but not complacent. Yeah. Here's the deal. Like we said, we say it all the time. This is our country. That's right. Don't you dare let them convince you otherwise. That's right. Don't you let these people tell you that this is not your country. We, people have had to fight for it to be here, and they've had to fight for it many, many times. And we'll have to fight for it again, I have no doubt. But what we should be is strong and united and passionate in that fight. Yes, we're going to talk about our candidates. Yes, we're going to disagree. But we can do it respectfully, and we can take a look at who we want to vote for. And if you really think I need to take another look at Bloomberg, let me know. <laughs> and that is our final word. Now it's time for emails, emails. 
emails. Time to talk at your emails. Thank you for emailing us yes. at frangela08 at gmail.com. Thank you. Um, uh, we answer all of our emails and we appreciate it. Yeah. This first up is from Noelle P. Thank you, so, you much. so much. Uh, I already re registered to renew my volunteer voter registrar status. Girl, Woo! go ahead. You know I already ride around with English and Spanish voter registration forms in my car anyway. That is an excellent thing to do. We should all immediately go and get the go get those forms. Yes. All those kids at the football and basketball games know me because I carry a rolling bag with two camera lenses because I do a lot of action photography. Ooh, And I have forms in there too. I'm all, hey, how old are you? Are you registered to vote? Where your mama at? (laughs) I love that so much. So yeah, yeah, you, you, you. You, How old are you? How are you? You're not old enough to vote? Where's your mama? Where's where's your daddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring your people over here. You with your people. Um, thank you, Noel. Thank you, P. Noel, for doing everything you can. This next one is from Norma P. Mm-hmm. She said, Hello, ladies. It's only been a few weeks since I became a Patreon subscriber, Woo! and I can't recommend it enough. I think of it like I'm buying you an airport bar glass of wine ounce uh, once a month, nine ounces, of course. See, <laughs> she knows what's up. Yeah. And exchange, y'all tell me hilarious stories. Win win. Thanks for the laughs, Norma in San Francisco. Well, thank we hope you to see so you at the Norma. San Francisco Sexy Liberal Show also. Yes. This next up is from Ellen E. Thank you so much. Hi, ladies. I look forward to your podcast each week, but even more so uh, to your dances on Fridays with Frangela. I laugh, sing, and dance along each week. Love you, Ellen E. Thank you. Let it be known that we originated the cheer dance. Yes, we did. Because I've seen other people, and I believe um, Jody Mm -hmm. Hamilton from the bunker has tried to step on the cheer dance. (laughs) I'm just, I'm not, I'm just saying respect. That's what I'm saying. Woo! And this is uh, from Pamela A. She said, um, this is, I guess it's a quote from uh, one of our idiot episodes we talked about. There's a middle school where they, the students had wanted to adopt and put up on the school, the Satanic Temple, (laughs) Seven Tenets. Yes. Um, And she said, uh, one of the quotes in that story was, it is worthwhile to note that when it comes to morality, the Satanic Temple, Seven Tenets are morally superior to the Bible's Ten Commandments. (laughs) They're at least clearer for sure. Yes. She said, I laughed as I thought of that idiot of the week where the middle schoolers picked Satan. Mm. Thank you 1,000 times over for your wit, humor, and incisive bottom line analysis. The angel chorus sound effects here. Moment when I first heard you guys filling in for Stephanie assured me that somehow I was going to keep my sanity while that orange pylon is installed in the White House. All the best. Come to New York. Pamela A. Thank you. And there, there will be Sexy Liberal in New York. So yes. go get your se- go to sexyliberal.com. Get your Sexy right. Liberal show tickets. That's right. And now it's time for Resistance Wrap Up. This is where we give you some actionable items so that you can get out there and make a difference. As always, we want you to call your senators and representatives and whatever senators and reps you feel like at 202-224-3121. That's the general switchboard. But if you haven't heard about this organization, it's recently started with one purpose. It's uh, howweflipthesenate.com. Um, they fight, they're fighting in all 50 states um, mm-hmm. it, to make sure that we can, because as we all can see quite clearly, it, a, a very small majority means you get to run the shit out of this That's country. right. And so, you know what? Let's give it right back. Just let's get, let's get our agenda and sane people into these offices. That's this um, organization. They're organizing in every single precinct. Yeah. They've started early, started 15 months ahead. Mm-hmm. They, um, they've, they're already setting records for political volunteerism. Yeah. Um, and they target and inspire first time voters, which is what we need. That's right. Uh, in, in most states, about 50% of all eligible voters don't even cast a vote. That's got, we've got to, this is our turn, chance to turn 
turn that around. Yes. Um, and here's the thing. They engage everyone and they're, they're raising a winning budget. So go there. They deserve your support if you can financially. But also they have a list of, of candidates that um, if you don't know about them, we want to hit you to. Now, here's the thing. These are all Democrats, but these are this organization is a progressive Democratic organization. There are other Democrats running in some of these races. For example, in Kentucky, they are this organization is talking about you should vote. Uh, supporting Charles Booker, but Amy McGrath is running in that um, election also. And so what I'm saying to you here is I think that what they're doing is amazing and that these are vulnerable states, but take a look. I'm not saying you have to vote for these people. Right. You know, but I think that the... But we want to make you aware. Make you aware of it and you can make your own choices, but that you put money behind those choices because Jamie Harrison has come very close to getting rid of Lindsey Graham. And he's got... And Lindsey's got to go. That could happen. We could get... uh, You know, it could happen. You could get rid of McConnell. So... Take a look at that group and take a look at those candidates. And let's all get together and make this happen. Yes. We want to thank our production team, Gail and Laura. Thank you so much. Nothing happens without you. That's right. You are the sun and moon to this podcast. And remember to follow us at Frangela Duo. Check out Idiot of the Week tomorrow and Mm -hmm. follow us at Idiot Week and all those other idiot uh, social medias. And we do answer all of our emails. Yeah. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. We want to thank you so much for listening to The The Final Final Word. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.